88.3 Pod Talk. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody, to Random Draw Podcast, episode number four, the millennial episode. <laughs> Is that where we're going? No, I just gave it a tagline because <laughs> I, like I don't it. know. I like it. I don't <laughs> know about podcasts or news radios or anything. <laughs> uh, nice. I am your host, Daniel Mann. Uh, with me, as always, Mark Belial. Hey there, daddies. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Dave Hubbard. That's me? <laughs> yeah, super weird. It all got weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> luckily... For me and for you guys, we I played a lot of games. Yeah, I mean, we all got to play a lot of games. It's been a fun couple of weeks. Yeah, we did good this week. So I went down to our friend. One of our friends is, is moving away across the country. Sadly. Sadly. And so I went to spend the weekend with him, and we just ended up playing a ton of board games. So I got to play um, all of the board games this weekend, which was, <laughs> which was fantastic. It's like, what, two days of board games for you? Two days of board games, and it was like staying up way past my bedtime. I like to be <laughs> in bed. I'm, this is not a joke. I like to be in bed and asleep by like 9 9 30 yeah like I mean, that is because i'm an adult now we're all over the age terrible. of 30 in this room yeah. right yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, yeah. but the first night we stayed up until 12 or 1 and i was it was a struggle and then the next night we stayed up until like 2 Ugh. and my body doesn't understand this so it just still tries to get up at like 7 mm-hmm. it's like oh you're, you're awake now and i'm like dragging around it was terrible <laughs> so but what we got to one of the things we got to play this weekend was Keyforge. i really want to hear about this game. yeah so Keyforge is from fantasy flight games so the Keyforge. Oh, now I don't remember that guy's name. But the guy that made Keyforge also is the guy that created Magic: The Gathering oh, and yeah. King of oh, Tokyo okay. and gotcha. all that. So, yeah, a wildly successful creator. Keyforge is a card game. And it is in the vein loosely of magic as it kind of plays similarly. But with the exception, you don't build your deck. So there is 360 cards available in this game. Okay. But every time you buy a deck, it is completely unique. No one will have that same deck. Oh, so, that's kind of cool. So, right. If like Mark and I were about to play a game and we both just opened a new deck, that's all you need to play. You have a deck, Mark has a deck, and then we play. So I don't have to sit around forever, like, buying individual cards and then sticking them into my deck like magic. No, yeah, right, no, there's right. no extra cards to buy. Each deck is, like, complete. So each deck is 36 cards, and it is a complete deck of cards to mm, play. Nice. And so the, you could buy the starter pe- the starter set, which it, it comes with two, like, generic hands or okay. decks or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're just base. That's the same for everybody's starter kit. But then it also comes with two unopened decks, which are unique. So every time you buy something, it's unique because of the combination. So there's like six houses, quote unquote houses, and you in each starter deck, you get three houses. So the way oh. the game plays is you you have your cards and you're this has some sort of story behind it, <laughs> but I don't know or care about it. Without the lore, I'm uninterested. I, in this I know game. it's I need I, backstory. I'm Motivation. not engaged if yeah. I don't know why I'm doing this. Dan, we need that narrative, man. So the the goal of the game is to forge these keys. Okay. So you're forging three keys, and well, they're like so little I'm some sort of a disc. blacksmith. Yeah. On it's, the nose, but it's not. I so. <laughs> So you collect ember, which is their key forging material. Sure, maybe that's, that's what my I keys should have are made read. Of. Like what? Like why are we forging these keys? Just but make I, it up. I just mindlessly yeah. speculate. Oh yeah. So there was probably some <laughs> wizard. There was probably some wizard, and they he like locked some 
goods away. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm with it so and, far. Right. And now these houses are getting together to, so you got to forge these keys to unlock the door to get the goods. I had to do a similar thing when I changed the locks uh, on my house. I went yeah. to see the wizard mm-hmm. uh, Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and I paid him very few dollars, yeah. and I, he forged three keys yeah, for he, me. Yeah, he forged <laughs> the keys and a key forging machine. Yeah, so. But this, <laughs> apparently, apparently the key forging machine is not available for this, oh, so you oh, have man. to forge them yourself. But you are in a race with the other decks, which could also be the same house as yours. I don't what? know how that works. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's relevant. Internal so, strife. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. different factions. Palace intrigue. So um, you have to get six embers to forge a key. And when you forge three keys, you win the game. Okay. Immediately. Nice. You get them by various ways, killing monsters. But so what's so unique about the house? So you have a deck. You, you have six cards in your hand. You have to say what house you want to use. So I'm going to use house logos. And then when you say that house, you can only use cards from that house. So you oh, could, you have three whole houses okay. in your deck. Not whole houses, but three, three different. Mm-hmm. You have 12 cards from each house in your deck. And then so you can only play those. And so once they're out on the board, a la Magic the Gathering, you can only activate those when you use that house again. Oh, gotcha. So okay. it is it, it's a brilliant way to um, utilize your cards. So you can't just like rush through because you have all your good cards out oh. because you can only play certain houses. And it, it's crazy. So you only get like two or three really, really good cards. And then most of them are co- quote unquote common, I guess. Okay. Yeah. But it's really cool. I'm not good. I'm not good at all. <laughs> I'm not used to this type of game. It's it's not something we play a lot of. Mm-hmm. And my friend Andre and I even played our friend Squid one, uh, once. And I had played seven times. So I played Andre about seven times. I won one time. And Andre destroyed me. And then he went to walk the dog or something. He's like, hey, teach Squid this game. And I was like, okay, I'll teach Squid this game. And then he beat me <laughs> in like the teaching game. So I was like, oh, my gosh. Like Maybe this game's not for me. But despite that, I, I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. So it's really cool. And the booster packs are $10. So you oh, get a deck oh, for $10. Yeah. I could see this being kind of big at like tournaments. Like if you want to have a tournament, all you do is pay like fifteen dollars. They give you your deck. That's your tournament deck, mm-hmm. and then the five dollars goes to whoever's running like the just tournament. Pot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's actually really cool. I might buy some more decks for it, and and it's but it's fun. You don't have to spend five hundred dollars to get started in it. That's nice. I like yeah. that. I like that. Also, you don't have to worry about deck building, which, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. which is <laughs> kind of like a huge barrier. To, and when I went to go buy this, I I told the guy at the game store. I said, oh, I've always kind of had some sort of interest in magic. Like I'm never going to get into it because I don't want to build my deck. I don't want to mm-hmm. pour that much money into right. it. But it's interesting. I don't want to have to figure out the proper ratio of like planes to swamps. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like I can't figure. I'm not smart enough to figure that out. I barely play this game. So I told the guy that, and he's like, oh, it's. And I said, well, I'm like what, 15 years too late to this show anyway. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh no, you can get into it. Well, he had a guy starting the other day he spent $500 to get started Ooh, yeah and I was wow. just like I was like no thank you yeah. I'll, I'll buy 10 board games no, I'm good <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't I don't want to do that so um, this kind of you can get in with like almost no barrier to entry mm-hmm. that's nice Ten I like that it, it makes it a lot easier for everyone to get involved in the game yeah and this is a huge game sold out all over uh, and it's interesting too because like I personally we all pretty much like I hate the act of sitting around and building a deck like sure. I just find that boring and I have no interest but to some people that is a lot of fun like yeah. that act is fun well, and I guess you don't get that aspect of it yeah and it's the same thing with like a Warhammer 40k or something like that like building lists 
Like oh, some yeah. people mm-hmm. love building lists and then trying. Yeah, and like yeah, absolutely. And seeing like how well this list plays against this other list. And, yeah, it's like and tweaking it. And, right, and that's know. cool to a point, but I don't. I don't have it in me. Like I just don't know. And I I've never been into a game that deep where mm-hmm. I know the game well enough where I'm gonna build something competitive. Right. To play other people. Plus, I like other people that I don't know make me nervous, so I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go play with strangers. Right. Dan's not good at being outside. Yeah. Ah, no. I'm an, I'm an indoor dog. Yeah, he's an indoor. indoor. He's a, I'm an indoor he's an indoor human. Yeah, I'm an indoor human. I can't go outside. Yucky. Uh, so here's a game we actually all just got to play today for the first mm-hmm. time. A lot of fun. Uh, Western Legend. Western Ooh. Legend. So, yeah, Western Legends is a sandbox game. And the more I play, so I don't. we don't have a ton of sandbox games. There's just not a ton out there. Yeah, yeah. We, we probably own most of the ones Yeah, like Azaya, uh, uh, Merchants and Marauders. Um, uh, Wasteland Express Wasteland is a Express. One. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, yeah, Wasteland Express a little bit. I mean, that's Runebound, I guess, is yeah, to a point. A- any game, basically, where you have a lot of different options to gain victory points. And so how you play the game is up to you because you're just after victory points. But there's a dozen ways to get those. Mm-hmm. Right. That I would consider that a sandbox, yeah, sandbox game. game. Oh, yeah. I enjoy it. The more times I play it, the more times I enjoy it. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't care as much about winning, but I get to do all these crazy things. So Western Legends is kind of what it sounds like. It is set in the Wild West, the American Wild West. I don't know. It's kind of nondescript. Yeah, you look like cowboys. Yeah, you look like cowboys. And and they're actual cowboys from uh, the Wild West history, I I guess. I was Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy. I was uh, Wild Bill Hickok. I was Bat Masterson. Bat Masterson. (laughs) Bandit King Bat Masterson. Masterson. But Chris was was Bloody Knife. And I don't know. That's probably some historical figure, but I don't. I don't. It's know. a shame he didn't flip the card over and tell and you just about re- it. Read the back. They put yeah. those amazing bios on the back of your player cards. Yeah, there's cool like flavor text on the back that mm-hmm. tells you all about it, which I didn't read. Which I mean, I didn't read my guys either, but I, <laughs> I'm familiar with Wild Bill at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this game, I, it's like any game. You're trying to get victory points. You get to a certain amount of victory points, and whoever has the most in the end wins. But there's so many different things you can do in this game. So you could be an outlaw, or you could be a marshal. Uh, yeah, you marshal? can basically do mm-hmm. good actions or bad actions, and those lead to some of the victory points. Yeah. But at the same time, there are lots. You could rustle cattle, yeah. or you could steal the cattle and sell it to a warring or, or farm. Or you could literally exactly. mine for gold. Th- yeah. That oh, is yeah. a valid way to win this game. Just like just mine for gold and then deposit it in the bank yeah, and just, you get victory points for doing or just you could keep rob panning. the bank or uh, you could deposit <laughs> and then rob the bank you could do both i did that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i, I dropped, like to, a, I dropped a sweet nug and then yeah. i was like no i'll just take all the money i'd now. like to deposit this gold <laughs> also stick them up <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's a really fun game so we only played it once mm-hmm. so it was kind of the, the learning game mm-hmm. and i think probably everybody made mistakes oh, that yeah. you oh, the yeah. first couple rounds you're just oh, that sounds fun i'll do that i don't understand it but i went and got in a fight on my first round i forget who i me it was you yeah, you robbed mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I robbed you on the first round. I had no idea if it was a good idea. You didn't even have anything really to rob. I so just I just I just it. played poker. That was like the first thing I did. You could play poker in this game. I played against the house and I, I just happened to win. So mm-hmm. I had a couple extra dollars on me. Yeah, I think I had like 60 bucks or something right. on you. And then yeah. when you get robbed... Half of that goes to the robber. I don't know why they don't take the whole thing. Yeah. It's not I'm the greatest. I'm a very nice robber, Daniel. I don't want to leave you out on the lurch. Yeah, I'll split it with you. I'll right. split. We're out in the middle of nowhere. I'll uh-huh. split your loot with you. Yeah, we're All partners right, well. now. Yeah, yeah, we're partners. 
<laughs> Welcome to the gang. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool. Uh, I mean, the first turn I was up, I just walked into town and robbed a bank. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so much fun. It was like, it was, and then immediately I'm like the most wanted hombre in the West. Cause... Yeah, it's crazy. And there, and there, no dice. The only dice in the game, there's two huge dice that are used for mining, panning, pan, panning for mm-hmm. gold. Mm-hmm. And that's it. The rest is based off a deck of 52 cards, which is they have playing card backs and they have some text on the front that give you actions or whatever. They, mm-hmm. The four suits. The four suits. The four suites. <laughs> yeah. Cards. I don't know what you guys are talking suits about. are all involved in that. Uh, and then the bottom of every card has a special ability, yeah. which, which makes it really fun because yeah. it's yeah. a ton of different special abilities. Some of them are actions. Some of them are reactions to uh, something that's happened. So sometimes you'll just like, here's the four base actions you can do. But then if you just have cards, there's some extra stuff you can do. It, it, there's so many options in the game. And I bought the two expansions that come with. They're just small little box expansions, but add like more characters and mm-hmm. more like story quests. And it just added a few more things. It didn't change the game at all. It's just a cool game where you could do a ton of stuff and you go to the general store and you can upgrade your characters with all different equipment until the very last round. It didn't feel like a race to victory points. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yeah. Oh, I'm doing that. And then the last round, it kind of gets like wacky. Like, yeah. right. Like Everyone's... I got to fight this guy. I got to arrest. If you're a marshal, you can arrest one of the outlaws and then they have to remove their, their token from the, what is that track? Called? It was it's the wanted track. The wanted track. Mm-hmm. Which was a really cool mechanic. Like you could be on the basically you were either on the wanted track, so mm-hmm. you're an outlaw, or mm-hmm. you're on the sheriff track. I guess it's called uh, uh, Marshall Marshall track, yeah, yeah. and that's basically you're good or bad. But there are a lot of bonuses to being on either track. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the downsides of being on the uh, outlaw track is that there's a sheriff who's after you, yep. and any player that's on the Marshall track can go try to arrest you in the name right. of the sheriff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool because you can only be on one, obviously. Yeah, you, you can't you, you can't right, be bad you can't. and good. So I mean, you can. You but. can, but. <laughs> I, so if you're on the Marshall track and you go do an evil deed, you go hold, rob the bank. Right. Then you immediately go on the outlaw track. Right, but but, but if you're an outlaw, you can't go do something good and get on the Marshall no. track right. because they are not forgiving in the no. Wild West. They You you rob, you rob just rob this bank. Like, I don't care that you beat up a thug. Like, People, you're not good now. People have very long memories <laughs> yeah, in, the in the wild west the only way to not be an outlaw anymore is to get arrested, to get arrested. <laughs> and then it, yeah, it yeah. Wipe, you've paid your your debt Dude, to society you've done, you've done the <laughs> time yeah you're good now you're yeah. good it's yeah. fine you're fine you know what oh you want to be a marshal now sure all right because I'll, I'll get you a badge i did that i was uh i my character butch cassidy i started one on the wanted track so i was very pigeonholed like i had didn't really have a choice mm-hmm. i had to go the evil route the right. outlaw route so i ended up being outlaw the whole game and then like the second to last turn dan put the sheriff on me right and i lost and i got myself thrown in jail <laughs> I, got, I got sent to prison <laughs> yeah. and uh the very next turn since i was already in jail and no longer an outlaw i hunted mark down <laughs> yeah. absolutely yep. the only 100%. outlaw left on the board yeah I'm yeah. not going to be the only one left. Yeah, yeah. You almost got me pretty good on that, too. Oh, I was, arrested you in the oh, name of the sheriff, was, who I had just become friends with after yeah. spending my time in the slammer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, so, it's so great. And that last turn, it's so fun because it's so thematic. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a point. So, like, you're just trying to arrest people. You're just trying to knock down their VP as much as you can <laughs> yep. and get yep. yours up. And it's, nothing felt rushed through the whole game no. until that last round. And the last round, as soon as someone gets to the predestined. Yeah, like, you can the play the predetermined. <laughs> pre- <laughs> predetermined. <laughs> Predestined? I don't know. God sent it. <laughs> uh, the predetermined uh, victory point total. Once someone gets to that, then everyone has like one more turn. Mm-hmm. 
and then that turn is the chaos turn. Like it's yeah. all all rules that go out the window. That is the one where you turn immediately to your buddy and shoot him in the stomach. Yes, yes. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for rustling all that cattle with me. <laughs> now I have to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's a great game. I yeah, can't wait I to thought play the uh, the poker the poker cards having those be like your, your action cards, your action yeah. cards, like your ammunition cards, how you defend yourself. Like it's so elegant. It's it, was, it really is, and it's so, and it is like very wild west like oh you have these decks of cards you're yep. playing poker like they're just it's it's oh, a yeah, really the story cards design. too are really great yep yeah. it's it is a yeah. really i can't wait to play it again and, and kind of dig a little deeper if you into have it. the opportunity to play it you definitely should you definitely yeah. should yeah. It, yeah and we played the shortest possible game you could play to 15 points just because it was our learning game mm-hmm. and it was still a blast but i would have definitely played longer oh yeah, yeah for yeah. sure next time we should definitely play a long 100 percent. Yeah. play the play to like 25 yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> so after uh after <laughs> yeah. wrangling each other in the wild west uh then we decided to do something good for the planet and uh we right. played some photosynthesis photosynthesis mark yeah. tell us about photosynthesis well photosynthesis is in like an abstract economy game where you i oh. know right? oh, oh, fancy terms <laughs> well, well i have to redeem myself because it's clear that i don't know what i'm talking about most of the time uh so yeah you you basically play a type of tree and what you're trying to do is you're trying to grow a beautiful forest <laughs> i know i'm losing dan he's glazed over you're Top trying to basically um grow a beautiful forest you and the other three species of tree um to do that you uh, throw out seed. You grow your, uh, you know, your, you grow your small trees into like a, a bigger, gigantic tree that an dominates. adolescent tree. Yeah, to a full on redwood adult or tree. Yeah, yeah it's like, like a, yeah. it's like a real life cycle, uh, and you have to like manage. <laughs> it is like a real life. <laughs> it's like a real life cycle. So you have to like manage your um, your light points. Your They're sunlight. called your sunlight points. Yeah, that's um, it. you buy uh, stuff off your prepared board. You put it out there, uh, and you hopefully choke the trees. The Beating trees out of light, which is yeah, what happened to you me. You made it sound so pleasant, and then you're like, hopefully you kill the other trees. Then, then you kill the other trees as quickly as possible. Yeah, who yeah. knew nature was so cutthroat? So, but it does make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, so lit. One of my favorite things about this game was the sun. So the sun is this tile that moves around the board, and so the sun like goes from west to east or whatever. And so y- your trees all cast shadows, and that can rob other trees of sunlight, yours included. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. So placement's very important. But it was just neat, like the marching of the sun around the board, and then uh, three times around the board, three days later, and mm-hmm. the game is over. Like it was just a, a really neat thing to look and have to plan ahead a couple turns to say like, oh man, uh, if I wait two turns, then this and build here, mm-hmm. you know, grow my trees here, then that's gonna get me a bunch of sunlight that turn but then sometimes you you go a turn you're like i get one sunlight oh yeah that happened to me a couple times where i was just like i get no sunlight this turn and you know you just have to either like buy seed or just and that is the resource like every single thing in the game is purchased with sunlight points and Mm -hmm. it's so hard that's one this is one of the games definitely that you try you want to plan ahead but then everything that happens in between those turns like it's so changing because everyone else's mm -hmm. trees screw up the forest so badly yeah Yeah. and if we played a four-player game if three people go after you like oh my gosh it changes the force changes so much in that turn that you it's hard to plan for your next turn Mm -hmm. you could get like a broad stroke of what you want to do but Mm -hmm. then it is ruined and then you just sit there i had a zero point turn where i also didn't have any light saved from the turn previous Mm -hmm. so then on the new turn i got also zero light so i was just like okay like (laughs) i don't have a turn 
That's I, my yeah, own fault. Say, I feel like a third of the last rotation around the board, like yeah. I just ended up banking sunlight because I just needed every single scrap I could to harvest the trees that were the biggest. Well, and that's an interesting mechanic too. You only actually get points when you chop down your own trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't you know. You can only chop down a giant tree. I, how's that thematic? I don't understand. So I think they were saying like, oh yes, the, tell me the in, in the in the rule book. <laughs> yeah, well, storyline. Well, yeah. in the well, in the errata, the, nar- <laughs> the narrative <laughs> reason for you gaining energy when your tree falls down it's like yeah the life cycle of your tree is complete and like all of the energy that it is stored up has returned to nature oh my gosh that's so it's really so yeah so this game is for hippies yeah, yeah. so this is a hippie game perfect <laughs> for me but that is this game then takes place over hundreds of years uh theoretically like yeah. three rotations or i would imagine like three years maybe no no that's no, not how trees days. grow yeah yeah the game said three days mark i assume these are very quickly growing trees i think what the problem is, is this we're, a, we're mixing metaphor is this a, <laughs> sure is, is this a different planet where just days are much yeah. longer i mean maybe the trees are just maybe like the biggest trees are like little saplings oh <laughs> like if, if well like human were, if a human were standing over over them it'd just be like a puny little tiny tree it's just grass i'm, I'm really i'm really reaching I'm here all right it's fine it doesn't all have to make sense no, no never, I, most of it doesn't make yeah. sense <laughs> well it was cool too to see like the changing of the board because all these trees are growing at different rates because you're choosing which of your little trees and your seeds to grow into bigger trees and all that um and then cutting them down for the points and so this forest is just constantly changing and it was neat to watch the ebb and flow and mm-hmm. then at the end when everyone's just into getting as many victory points as possible we're just clear cutting this beautiful <laughs> forest yeah i think it's kind of a commentary <laughs> kind of a commentary on the human condition if you yeah. think about it well <laughs> captain planet just, pops out of the middle of the yeah. board and just cries yeah just there's chop, just chop down all the trees like to get indian with one tear rolling down his eyes <laughs> oh. like no uh the the best part for me about this game is like the footprint and like all the The, tree all the trees are like actual standees Mm -hmm. and the trees get bigger so when you if you go to our instagram page you'll see a picture of it but if if you don't do instagram or you don't care about us like just go (laughs) go, just google photo photosynthesis the game (laughs) 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 just google that and you the game is beautiful it's it's just an awesome looking Mm -hmm. game even if you're terrible at it i can appreciate it yeah And, and they did a really good job too of differentiating the trees like when i first stared at it i was like how are you going to tell on the board when all the trees are together which tree is which size they did the perfect amount of size difference yeah like it mm-hmm. never was a problem yeah uh, it's really easy even with the colors like the colors and the shape the shape of the tree is enough different that even if you are color deficient that you will be able to see what tree is what mm-hmm. yeah you, well you should be it's I great mean, just get better eyes though so <laughs> yeah Get your trash eyes for re- <laughs> trash eyes replaced. Uh, yeah, stupid eyes. Hey, well, speaking of nature, okay. uh, we also played Dinosaur Island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so instead I of mean, growing happy little trees, we were growing dinosaurs that occasionally ate the people who came to our park. Right. So Dinosaur Island is is not Jurassic Park. Let no, me get that clear. Because, <laughs> it is because, not Jurassic Park. And legally, yeah, it's, legally, not, Jurassic it's not Jurassic Park. <laughs> but this game is build Jurassic Park. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is a um, worker placement. Mm-hmm. DNA drafting game. Yeah, yeah, it sort of is. Like there, there are dice, but the only dice have DNA on them, and then you you draft them in order. Yeah, this so, is a euro. This is a pretty euro game where you are yeah. uh, you're spending scientists to get DNA, and then you are using that DNA to build dinosaurs to get people to come to your park so that you can get money, and then eventually turn all of that into victory points, which yeah. I assume is happiness. <laughs> sure, <laughs> happiness or. Uh, 
terror. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> happy unless you're the person in the park being eaten by the right. dinosaur. Yeah. So each mm-hmm. so each person has their own island, their own dinosaur island that they are building a theme park on with these dinosaurs. So you have to get you have to buy a DNA recipe essentially of whatever dinosaur you want to build. So if I want to build a D Rex, a T Rex. <laughs> I like the idea of a D Rex. <laughs> D Rex. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, if you want to build a T Rex, you have to have his DNA mapping or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. some science. You have to is. have his genetic code. Yeah, you have to thank you. Well, yeah, you have yeah, to have his that genetic is exactly code. Exactly what you need. So um so you now that you have that code, you know exactly what DNA to shoot for and once you have that then you can actually build that dinosaur and he could populate your park and then people can come visit it and pay money to whatever and then you in turn spend that money and you grow it's a never-ending story of building a dinosaur park <laughs> our, our story ended pretty quickly actually so although the, we did play the shortest game we once did play again. the shortest game and i i like this game but i need to play it again absolutely okay because it was it wasn't bad by any means no and it was pretty thematic it's all made sense what you were doing there was never mm-hmm. a time where i was like oh i'm why am i doing this it doesn't have anything to do with game it all built towards you building this amusement park i don't know some about it was just like i don't know if it was just because it was a learning game or i just i need to play it again I, think. I, yeah. I will say that of of all the games we play this one was overload options so yeah. part of the problem i think and it's not even a problem because it, it lends to a lot of replay value mm-hmm. there were so many different options so mm-hmm. there's three phases to the game you start the game by basically drafting your dna or you can yeah. upgrade your dna storage facility to store more or, or yeah. you can turn your scientists into uh workers, workers. for the third round yeah. or you or. buy the genetic code and this is phase one yeah like phase one yeah it seemed a little heavy because I, I walked in while you guys were like what three rounds into mm-hmm. the game yeah. or whatever and i was like holy cow you have a lot of different and the, stuff and the rules aren't do. hard it's just there's a lot of yeah. them right yeah i definitely i definitely picked it up or like kind of what was going on right away yeah it's not mm-hmm. super hard it's just there's so much to do that mm-hmm. it's easy to get just forget things what and then phase two is the buying things phase, I guess. So there right. is money. Yeah. The bar- th- market phase. Yeah, we thought it was going to be easy to get money at the beginning. We were wrong. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> you start with, like, 17 money. Yeah, and we're and like, then oh, you're like, so oh, much. gosh, so so cheap. And then yeah. the next round, I have, like, three money. Like, oh, my God, what happened? I need that money back. But then, So then you start buying things, and you can buy buildings mm-hmm. that upgrade, st- like, uh, extra actions in your park that are necessary for the third round. Right. Or you can buy uh, people, specialists that come live in your park and help you out. But everything, just everything has its own little rule, its own little interaction. And it could add to another mm-hmm. rule. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. it, yeah. So the, the creep of the amount of things to track just on your player area gets really high really fast. And then it also uh, leads to a little bit of like paralysis on your turn because sure. you're sitting there trying to trying to read nine different cards that all do different things mm-hmm. or tokens and trying to figure out which one of them would maybe help you the best or interact with the 12 things already on yeah. your board. And yeah, and maybe like three or four plays in, it's not as hard because mm-hmm. you, you recognize things and you understand things. But the first time, like I hadn't looked at all these cards before I opened it, so I'm like laying these cards out. I'm also trying to read them while it's going on. And then some of the terms on the cards you don't really understand because you've been playing the game for 15 minutes. So like, <laughs> right. like, I guess I'll get this building. I don't know what it does. Then you get it and it's useless for you right now because you are too dumb to understand the words. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or there was one specialist who was like, dig through the discard pile of the specialist deck or of oh, some yeah, yeah. deck. And we all just looked at that power and we're like, all right, I'm not going to buy That's that. That's not going to help cause, me because yeah, I don't right. understand what's in the discard di- yeah. deck anyway. Yeah. So I'll just buy one of these things that are face up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you go on to the, the third round and the third. Which is the action round. 
round. The th- yeah, you have your own player. And this is something everyone can do at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you're just spending your workers to do things to get ready for your park. So they could build a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like, not build grow, a dinosaur. Grow, grow a dinosaur? A dinosaur? I, I don't yeah, know. I guess so, huh? I, I mean, yeah, I, I think it said build a dinosaur, but I don't. like That term's weird <laughs> to me. So maybe. I 3D print my dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I get that you're like squishing the DNA together to make this dinosaur, but I don't. It's weird. Well, I you see, I had it. all these toad parts just sitting around the office. <laughs> I had a vice and I had toad parts. I squished them together. I made a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. and then like, so you have two sort of parts of your board. You have the action and DNA storage section, and then you have your like little park section. Mm-hmm. And so you also need to buy pins, but pens. they're not called pins. No. They have a different name. That paddocks. Paddocks. Yeah. Also, the first time I read that in the rule book, I said I thought it said padlock. So I was looking everywhere for this term padlock, <laughs> and I realized it was paddock. I'm like, right. Oh, oh, I guess I just Makes don't sense. know. You got to get locks on those gates. <laughs> yeah, you got to yes. lock the dinosaurs. <laughs> the dinosaurs in, running idiot. free. <laughs> so every time you build a dinosaur, depending on how big and scary it is, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, it attracts more people to your park because they want to see it. But it also ups your threat. danger your threat, threat level yeah. mm-hmm. and you need to have enough security <laughs> to make sure that uh you don't overcome the threat level um and then if you don't at the end of the round then uh dinosaurs will eat some of your people yep. yeah the dinosaurs get loose which also i wish it didn't use the term eat because you start the game with like herbivores and yeah. so like they're obviously not eating oh, them, but just they like could, trampling yeah, people like trample or... people to death yeah i just wish it said like kill but also that is a super nitpicky thing <laughs> that doesn't really matter mm. but once you, yeah once people get killed uh in your park it lowers your vp for every person that dies because people don't aren't they don't like that right. sort apparently of thing. the media puts it out there <laughs> yeah the there's people... some sort of spin that there's, they put on this you know, fake news yeah. everybody the old mainstream media really starts you know if the, the thing is if they just would release all their vice-like grip on all of the regulations <laughs> about did, these dinosaur parks did you ever think that the human was trying to eat the dinosaur and he was just defending himself yeah three <laughs> children get trampled by herbivores <laughs> yeah. and suddenly i'm the bad oh, guy it's me because i didn't padlock his cage <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, you're Triceratops Gore's one Make-A-Wish Foundation kid, and next thing you know, they want to shut the park down. But it, it's a it's a cool game, and there are a lot of options. Uh, I definitely want to play it again. Just I think your to, wife killed us too. Yeah, so that is like her her, her genre. Well, that is just what she does. So when we play a game for the first time, she will annihilate me every yeah. time, and I don't know <laughs> why. Like I am teaching her at the same time, so it's not like I know she's not sitting around reading the rules or like. <laughs> no, no. So so I don't know. Every time, yeah, she's she kills me everything we play for the first time. It's yeah, I'm so just annoying. gonna start calling her the game genie, man. But it's it doesn't good. last. It it's a couple times, and then she just like goes downhill. That's I, not true. There's Azul. Azul, she's she's she is very good at all of the time. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Yep. But yeah, it's uh, Dinosaur Island. It's a good game. It's I don't I, I guess it kind of sounded like we didn't love it, but it, it, there was nothing technically wrong with it. Not that it wasn't fun. It was I want to play it again. But it's just it was, a bu- it's a lot. There's a lot of rules, and it is a heavy euro, but it's not. It is certainly not a game that I would introduce non gamers to. No, no or, or even like beginning. Gamers. Yeah, no, like, that's a it's a lot. It's if, too much. If Settlers right. of Catan is uh, is like you got that under your belt and you want to start moving on, don't head to this next. Yeah, now we'll play mm-hmm. Dinosaur Island. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, my sister. Uh, huge jurassic park fan 
and uh, I was going to borrow it to play it while when she came for a visit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know that I could bring this to the table because it's so complicated. doesn't matter. This is Dino Island, not Jurassic Park. Yeah, so she doesn't. Oh, she my bad. Probably yeah. even, she, she, would, she would hate Dinosaur Island. <laughs> yeah, she probably Jurassic won't Park. get the references because yeah. they're not like the same. You know, it's not like you can tap on a, a camera and be like, uh, there are dinosaurs on your Dinosaur Island. <laughs> There's like Island. no <laughs> bottles of shaving cream with false bottoms uh, where you hide code. But you know what does happen? Life finding a way. Life does always find a way. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. I, even the art on the front of the box looks like Jurassic Park. Yeah, like yeah, really, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, not like that iconic, like red and black, yeah. but it is like a style. It is, it is like, Vice City John Hammond well, on the mm-hmm, cover art. Well, mm-hmm, even like it has like the, the. It says in the rule book like the last whoever when you're choosing first player, it's like whoever harvested DNA from a mosquito in an in a, like <laughs> in, in amber, amber last, yeah. like they go first. I take it. It's still like tongue, right, tongue yeah. in cheek, and it's great. You're doing just enough not to get sued. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we tried out another game. I think right after we played Dino Island, um, <laughs> this game was so stinking simple, and that I thought it was going to be dumb, and yet we played way too many rounds of it. And by too many, I mean it was a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Mind. The Mind. The yeah. Mind. The Mind. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's just a little card game. Like it's cheap. You get it for like fifteen mm-hmm. bucks. It's a deck of cards just numbered one to a hundred. Zero to hundred. Zero to. 100. No, no. No, it's one, one. To one, it's to one to one. Yeah, it's one to one hundred. Yeah, it's one to one hundred. The goal of the game is to. <laughs> so if there's <laughs> us three playing, if there's three of us playing, mm-hmm. we would each get one card. Mm-hmm. And we don't. We can't talk about our card. We can't say anything about our card. The goal is to play our cards face up in ascending order. Yep. That's this is it. a co-op. So it's we're on co-op. the same team. Yeah, it's a co-op. And that's it. That's round one. Like, that's all you have to do is get your cards in ascending order face up. So between each of us, we have one card somewhere between one and 100. Mm-hmm. Now all we have to do is play them face up. Easy so peasy. I'm, so I'm sitting here with like a 17. Right. And I, I'm sort of staring Mark and Dan down going... Uh, do they have one through 16? Right. Yeah. And it, it's just like suck it, such an awkward, like, I don't want to play this card because it doesn't feel right. But, but maybe I should. Mm-hmm. So you have a certain amount of lives that you all share. I think it's like three or four or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then if you mess up, Dave plays his 17, turns out Mark had a 15, we lose a life. Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. continue playing. And then yeah, Mark drops his 15 on the table yep, upright. We just get rid of that. And discard then you it. Continue, continue from the play. highest card. Yep. And then in the next round, we all get two cards. And now we have two cards to play from 1 to 100 in ascending order. Yeah. And then it goes all the way to level 12. Where you have 12 so you cards. Have 12 cards. We I didn't get there. Yeah, I don't know how that works. <laughs> we, we don't know how level 7 works. We got to level 5 <laughs> one time. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of people. The player counts 1 to 4. I think we were playing with 5 people. So it. I don't know if it was harder or whatever. But it, it's hard either way. Yeah, it probably mm-hmm. made it harder having yeah, another person. One, one other yeah. person. But it, it, it's just such a, like, it sounds so stupid. I know it sounds stupid. But I, I, even dang. when you explain the rules to me, I literally sat there and went, you know what? I'll give it a shot. But this game sounds dumb to me. It yep. does. It sounds so stupid. And this game was not uh, nominated for the Spiel des Jahres last year. Did or it something. win? Or, no, it did no, not it, win. It, yeah, okay. But it was one of the three. So, but it's just such a stupid I, game. But in practice, that stupid game is so much fun. It's it is it's addicting. Br- we yeah. played so many games of it, and like, so you lose as you inevitably do, as yeah. we did sometimes very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And then we would just look at each other and be like, "Well, play again." Yeah, like, yeah. I, it wasn't even a question. No, it was just like, go. and you. And 
And it, this game does something that a lot of games don't, even co-ops. It just gets you so excited when something goes right. Mm -hmm. So uh -huh. if you, especially like, let's say Mark plays 55 and I have the 56 or, or a better scenario, like there's a 35 on the table and we can't figure out what to card, what card to play next. Mark mm -hmm. has 45. I have 44. So we're kind of like, uh, like uh. which card is it? Cause you can't say, cause you anything. can't say anything. Yeah. You're just yeah. staring each other down, sort of like moving your card toward the center. Right. Of the like, table, like I think eh? I'm next, but then if I someone think... else leans forward, like, Oh man, are they next? Right. The worst, th the worst thing ever is like when two of you start to put a card down at the, the same, same time, time and then you just make that eye contact. Like, <laughs> like, Oh no. no. <laughs> Every, but, everyone withdraws. Everyone pulls back. But if you like, get it right, like everybody celebrates. Like yes, yes, it yes. is so good. So satisfying. We had like a, a seven card run at one point. All the numbers within like were yeah we had fifteen like, to twenty numbers, which yeah. is a very tight in this game. Yeah, and uh, we nailed it. And it was one of the best feelings I've ever had playing a co-op. It, it's yep. crazy. It gives you so much like jubilation yeah. over over just some stupid card game where it's just zero to one hundred. And like, there's no art on this card. Like the mm -hmm. the, no, the, the number, number cards are literally just numbers. The only art is. This, this bunny that yes. appears everywhere <laughs> and it doesn't have anything to do with any so there's a bunny and then there's a throwing star mm -hmm. and this is the art in the game and that's it and so it's not like this big flashy game it's just some stupid it's, little game that's so much fun it's, it's so addictive yeah it's so mechanically sound yeah oh, i like recommend it, it like a wholeheartedly recommend you could get it anywhere i saw i've seen it at game stores i've seen it online and it's cheap everywhere mm -hmm. yeah you my, should definitely get it my favorite moment was uh when we were playing and i think dave you had a four and you had started to play it and then your wife just screamed no no and then, <laughs> yeah, like she slapped my yeah. hand away <laughs> and she played like a one and a two yeah. 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 One like, well, she played the one, and Dave started to lean forward, and she was just yelled, "No!" Yeah. <laughs> and then she had the two, so she because you can't play them on top of each other, yeah. right? You play them down at the time, mm -hmm. but you, and Dave, Dave had the right idea. Like yeah. five's totally yeah, like four, reasonable four for, is super for low. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But she just happened to have that too. Yeah, and and, and so like funny. the the third game we played, it was round one, so we all had one card, and the lowest card on the table was fifty. Right, and mm -hmm. you don't want to play a fifty to start. So we're all <laughs> staring each other down, like, no, it can't be me. Can't, There's yeah. no way that this I've is got the a, lowest. I've card. got a fifty-four. There's no way that this could be the first card out. And then thankfully, we actually did nail it. The person, I think it was my wife, uh, Candy. I think she played the fifty, and all of us were just like, wow, oh, I wow. cannot yeah. believe that, that that was. It. And I had like an eighty-nine or something, but even I started to question, mm -hmm. like, maybe. Everyone's got 90 90s, and above. 90s, yeah. yeah. You don't really know until you yeah, play it something. It is a crazy game. And it's just so much eye contact and like <laughs> laughing. And like you can't really blame anyone no. for doing something wrong because it's such a crazy game. And mm -hmm. there's no, there's just no way. After a while, you kind of get like where people are at, like how they their play style. But still, that doesn't mean anything. Right. Like, these numbers are all over the place. So it's yeah. It's like just... Dave, Dave was a little more timid at, like mm -hmm. at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Where he was like, I'm going to lay this out. But then I don't know for sure. And uh, yeah, he was like, well, if Dan has a 45 and then I watched the television <laughs> show in 1933 and like, oh, just play your card. <laughs> just be brave. Just be brave. If we lose, if we lose a life, we lose a life. Yeah. But, it's, oh, but and it's boy, good. did we. Yeah, all of them. Every time. <laughs> what was the highest level we got up to? Five. Well, five? No, we got to level six once. Oh, did yeah. That was a huge cause for celebration. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But then we got out immediately. Oh, so you can go levels one through 12, but if you happen to defeat level 12. Yeah. If you defeat level 12, then you immediately play play in blind mode so now instead of playing the cards face up so everyone can see what you play you play them face down and then just when everyone's out of cards you flip them back over and see yep. if you got it right you see you how many start, lives you lost yeah just how start many lives subtracting you lost lives. Yep. That, that's insanity that's too much that's <laughs> that's making it, me hate it people. wasn't a problem for us <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> we I, can't, were not I can't imagine we couldn't even get halfway there yep. yeah 
I can't imagine ever getting a 12. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, you got to play a bunch of games with uh, Andre, most of which we've all played together, so we might as well talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, Alien Frontiers. That game is a, a blast. Mm-hmm. So I f- a fun fact about Alien Frontiers, that is the first board game that was backed on Kickstarter. Really? It was fully oh. funded on Kickstarter, oh, Alien nice. Frontiers. Yeah, it is a not super heavy Euro game. Yeah, you're just right. You're just trying to land bases on planet, on the planet, and that if you get all six bases out, the, the game ends and you count up victory points. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all sorts of ways to you. Your spaceships are dice, and there's ways to get new dice. And so much like I'm gonna make this cube into this disc. Mm-hmm. So the best part about it, our friend Andre is like he he likes things how he likes things. <laughs> <laughs> so that is correct. Yeah, he likes things. How, he likes if a component is called something, he wants it called that thing. And that's just him. It's no big deal. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I do like to mess with that. So, <laughs> so in this game, the, we were playing with two people that had never played before. And I, I've played a couple times. And it's like one of Andre's favorite games. So there is squares, little wooden cubes mm-hmm. that are quote unquote oh, yeah. ore. And you then mine them from the moon. You mine them from the moon. And then there's little orange discs that are solar energy. They are energy. Yeah. yeah. I decided to call them space carrots. <laughs> And the cubes were space sheep. And I said it enough that the two new players, <laughs> I said it enough that the two new players started saying it. And then I, once that started happening, I knew Andre was getting upset because like I could see it. Yeah, well, you can see like he's a barometer. So like the, the, the redness starts in the neck and then slowly moves up. Right. So I, and then there's one of somebody said space carrot <laughs> space and carrot. he like slams it down and he's just like, it's solar energy. It's just call it energy. I'm like, we're not going to call it energy. No. Especially now. Now it's a thing. Right. Yeah. And then eventually he started calling it space carrots. And the first time he did it, he just had heard it so much from us. And he it just slipped out, and then he you could see the defeat in his face, just like oh god, oh, guys, but space because oh. it's such a Euro game, just like space carrots mm-hmm. and space sheep. That's one of the cool things about this game. There is a lot of dice rolling, yeah. But at the same time, I would still absolutely put it in the more Euro aspect, the less luck based yeah. sort of games, as opposed to more luck based. And that's only because there is so much dice mitigation mm-hmm. in this game that you can get a spaceship that will move your your dice count the pips on your dice up one or down one or whatever or flip right. it or completely the other yeah, side flip it over mm-hmm. and you're using these dice to put in different places to generate space sheep mm-hmm. or space, <laughs> space carrots <laughs> <laughs> or to get more spaceships which are dice it's just it is a i don't want to say it's it's not themeless. Theme doesn't play huge. Like it is generic space. Mm-hmm. You are landing on generic planet. It is. It there's no huge theme to it. So a lot of the the late '90s, like early 2000s Euro games are like that. Like mm-hmm. you are a farmer in this land. You are pushing these cubes to make carrots to sell them at town space to carrots. feed your family. Space right. carrots. <laughs> Bring them to the space market. Yeah, and I don't have anything against this game. I actually, <laughs> I actually really like this game. It's it's a super tight game and mm-hmm. it. it, it plays really well i mean it's just a space euro to me so the vast majority of games we've played are really close to yeah like most of the time you don't have a landslide winner and points can swing back and forth so you can gain and lose points throughout yeah so so Mm -hmm. when you land when you land your little colony on the planet you get a victory point for that and then you control whatever ability that section of the planet has but if someone else lands it there, you lose that ability and it's up for grabs again. So you're trying to get the majority in the territory. 
And there's uh, six or seven territories mm -hmm. on the board. Right. So you're just fighting over those constantly, and that's the victory point scale back and forth too. And there's other ways to to screw people over. And it, it's I mean it's a it's a great game. I just am never super excited to play it. When I play it, I have a good time, mm -hmm. but it's not like it just doesn't it doesn't blow my socks off. Like I I think there are just games in the same genre that I would rather play. Me too. Me too. And and when I'm playing, yeah. every time I play it, I think afterwards like because he said it once last night, and I was like I I don't really want to play that and then we ended up playing it later anyway and i'm like oh fine i'll just play it and then i'm playing it i'm having a good time and then even yeah. afterwards i go oh that's a fun game mm -hmm. and then i think about it like two hours later i go i don't ever want to play that again like, <laughs> I, just, I just don't care right. yeah it's just not for you but, but every time i play it i always have a good time it's enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fine and then i finish i go oh that's a really fun game and then like an hour later i'm like oh no i don't need to play that ever again it, it i could got be, it it could it. be just my total you know issue with this but like i always get that game confused with uh roll for the galaxy mm, oh man i can see why i love roll for the yeah, galaxy uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm more of a role for the galaxy For guy. sure. I, well, I remember uh, Mark and I went with Andre, with our friend Andre, who we were talking about, to some in Washington, D.C. This was <laughs> yeah. years ago. This was like, a, yeah, three or four, three years, or four ago? years ago. To this like random board was, game convention. It and it was small. Like, it wasn't even yeah. big. It was like at an Elks Lodge. <laughs> it was like at an Elks Lodge. <laughs> and so we, got, we get there and Andre teaches us role for the galaxy. And all I remember is us going... Yeah, let's play that again. And then we finish it and go, hey, let's play that again. <laughs> hey, once more with feeling. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. played it. We played it a ton of times. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they have all these games for us to rent. And we like are playing Roll for the we Galaxy. We played like four games, games of it. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because like it's such an internalized game. Yeah, yeah there's almost it, no interaction. Yeah, there's like it's just a room, like a circle of people who are rolling dice and then cursing under their breath about <laughs> yeah, what they like, just rolled. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's it's a. But I could definitely see. I always get Alien Frontiers confused with um, what's that one? you bought at Gen Con this year. Ooh, Cosmic Encounters. Cosmic yeah. Encounters. Yeah. And so I always get those two confused. And I don't want to play Cosmic Encounters either. So it's both, <laughs> like either name to me. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to play that. Yeah. Well, we just mentioned a couple. So let's just talk about them real fast. Yeah, so for sure. Roll for the Galaxy is the dice version of Race for the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Race for the Galaxy is a card-based tableau building game. So basically, you're, you're buying cards with different resources that you get throughout the game placing them in front of you and the first one i think it's what 15 cards 20 like, cards i had some yeah, random, like that. I some random nine, 12 uh the first person to a set number of cards uh predestined a predestined set number of cards ends the game and then you count up victory points i i think that roll for the galaxy is a little more luck based than race for the well, galaxy yeah because you're rolling dice like yeah. uh, and yeah. not just a few and the dice are specific to this game it's not yes. like d6s or anything but you you could get a lot of these dice and for me i it has no bearing on the game whatsoever i just like rolling a lot of dice so <laughs> mm -hmm. i'm just like if any game that lets me just roll a ton of dice i'm yeah. like oh yeah that's like, good it's like in a nice yahtzee cup too yeah. so you get that satisfying like sound of multiple dice of america ameritrash that's yeah. why <laughs> i have to roll these dice both of the games uh, being based on the same game uh mm -hmm. do a mechanic though that i really like in games and that's uh shared actions so there's different actions you can do in the game and they're like explore that's draw more cards uh into your hand and then there's like build and produce and sell ship. and yeah. mm -hmm. ship so um there's these different actions and each of you can activate an action and but you do the actions in order and everybody does them in order yeah so if you can benefit from someone else doing the produce action then you get the benefit as well so 
part of the game in both versions is you sitting there going, oh, man, I hope they pick this action. Yep. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. I hope they pick I'm, this I'm action. I'm looking at Dan. He's got a bunch of stuff queued up he needs to sell. Like, and, and I'll take like, back too. on it. <laughs> and because I don't understand other players and how they think, like I always look at their board and I go, oh, my gosh, he's definitely going to do this. And uh, it's always something else. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Obviously, you need to ship, stupid. Like, why don't you just ship? <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that um, Roll for the Galaxy is more fun. I, I, I enjoy I it too. Uh, Race yeah. for the is fine, but I, I, me too. I like Roll for the Galaxy a little better. And then Cosmic Encounters is yeah, Cosmic is Encounter. <laughs> <laughs> so Cosmic Encounter is just so ridiculously random. So you just have a couple of ships. They're nebulous little spaceships, uh, just like discs. Yeah, like they yeah. look like your stereotypical yeah. flying UFOs, saucers. flying yeah. saucers. Yeah. Um, so you have a stack of them. You have four planets that are yours. Everyone has four planets. They're just nebulous planets in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a bunch of ships stacked on them, and then you basically get victory points by having ships on other players planets yeah that's how you get victory points. colonies like having colonies yeah in other so you can do that by bargaining i could be like hey mark uh, if you let me put a ship on your planet i'll let you put a ship on mine and just mm-hmm. sort of but the problem is of course that doesn't help me beat mark that just helps me beat dan right um or you can go attack them and the battle mechanic is what makes this game so ridiculously fun in my opinion but also why i understand why dan hates it it's all card based and the cards just vary so wildly in attack power and, and, yeah, and, and special some, abilities and some of the races so you pick your race from like this huge stack mm-hmm. of races oh, so i races. think you mean randomly select it yeah well that's what i would do <laughs> i would randomly draw a oh, race we always yeah. randomly draw but they're so some are so broken that it's just like this game could have no balance, but I I completely understand that's what's part of the fun because it's so just like nutso. Mm-hmm. So, but that I, just something about it, like I just don't. And they even made because it this is also like a themeless game because like you said like nebulous planet yeah like nebulous whatever. space yeah, yeah, yeah. they they made one of Game of Thrones like a oh, game oh, of really Thrones. interesting yeah it is the exact same game but you are houses from Game of Thrones or you're not even houses you're a player you're a. Uh, Character. Char- thank you. <laughs> what a struggle. <laughs> you are characters from Game of Thrones. So Mark obviously would be like Joffrey, and I would, <laughs> nice. I would obviously be Jon Snow. I, don't know. I, so, assume I, would, I assume I would be the mountain if he really let himself go. <laughs> <laughs> the mountain who doesn't care anymore. The, the mountain who eats. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but it's, uh, but the it's mountain the same who thing. lies. The mountain who lies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I never played this game, so I don't can't tell you anything about it other than it is based off Cosmic Encounters. Yeah, I really like Cosmic Encounter because of the randomness. Uh, you can get some artifacts that that have some powers um, that are special abilities. Um, your race has a special ability, and there's just so many. Like the replay value is huge, but at the same time, it is absolutely a pick someone and try to screw them over because yeah, people. Not only can you attack someone, but you can also be like, "Hey, Dan, I'm going to attack you. Hey, Mark, can you help a brother yeah, out? Like, would I'll, you also like to help me?" Yeah, like, I, I will help you. I'll give you two cards for my hand or, you know, whatever. You can you can basically bribe people to help attack mm-hmm. Dan. Um, so it is very much like a attack yeah. the leader and sort this, of a game. This is a it's a way better game with more people. Yeah. Like the more people you have, it, like three player game would be just miserable. It'd just be nightmare. We, yeah. be and, we played a three player. It was was say, no, I've seen people get in their feels about this game too. Oh, for like, sure. The people get hot about we, this see, game. We play, that's another game we played there. Was called, Did we play that there? Which one? At the same at, at the convention. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that was and we, like 
that, this that, was with strangers. Yeah. Mm. So I uh, try not to offend people openly. So like I do it, but I don't mean to. <laughs> so I, 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 it's an accident most time. I so I'm not trying to cutthroat these people that I've just met, like mm-hmm. this 60 year old dude that I might have wandered in here, like he doesn't even know what it is. Right. So he's got a fez on. Yeah. He's like so ready I'm not to party. trying. He brought his pinochle board. Yeah. He goes, oh, you kids are playing cribbage. I'm like no, sir. <laughs> so it that was a wild like. Yeah situation there people were getting upset and i don't even know these people yeah imagine what i do to you guys (laughs) (laughs) oh i can and i own it so sometime we're gonna force you to do it yeah and i don't mind the more players is better for me because that way i don't feel so bad it makes sense Mm -hmm. uh dead of winter that game is a lot of fun dead of winter Um, i really like dead of winter yeah that is like a meritrash as a meritrash gets like it's so it, random. So it's so random for yeah. for anybody who might be listening who doesn't understand the yeah. concept of Ameritrash. Okay, so so your most Euro games. As I know that you're asked for Ameritrash, and then I immediately said Euro. Yep. So it's very confusing. Well, they are like <laughs> yeah, they are polar opposites. They are yeah. polar opposites, mm-hmm. and they you no matter whether the game is or is not, it is going to get pushed into one of these two mm-hmm. rooms. So Euro is very engine building, VP, uh, victory point driven. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no dice. There's generally. no dice. Yeah, you're building, you're trading cubes to get carrots to feed your cows. Like space carrots. Space carrots to feed your <laughs> space cows. And it's just like it, you're building an engine to generate victory points in mm-hmm. some manner. A lot of times there's not a lot of theme in them. This is all wild generalization. Oh, yeah. very like, much so, so. Some of the games absolutely have a ton of theme. They're, they play a little different, whatever. I'm not saying that all games are this way and all games are that way Mm -hmm. so ameritrash is the complete opposite it is usually a lot of theme there's a lot of theme a lot more randomness most times there's dice or some sort of card mechanic that varies things luck based mechanics more luck based sure um so it's uh, it's just two things not one is certainly not better Mm -hmm. than the other they are just two polar opposites of things and almost all games are at some point on the spectrum between them like yeah absolutely there's very few that is like oh this is like your quintessential euro or your quintessential america i I would say it would be like chess is to the euro game as Candyland is to ameritrash yeah Candyland, a game with zero player decisions like (laughs) card and i go to that color the moment that you finish Candyland. Yeah, your faces. (laughs) But Candyland, the moment you finish shuffling that deck, the game's outcome is decided. And no player can in any way mess with it. So Mm -hmm. it's 100% a luck-based game with no player agency. Whereas chess, no luck. Like either you beat me, I beat you, or I played bad and you beat me. Like there's no luck in this game. Yeah. So those would be the polar opposites in theory. So most games don't fall into one of those categories. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. and we just uh, we like to joke around a lot too, like making fun of euros. And I mean, I own a ton of euros. So and, do I. Uh, yeah, I own yeah. a ton of euros. I own a ton of Meritrash games. You like what you like. I, I don't mm. care. We just like to make jokes. Hey man, do what makes you feel do, good. Do, well, all yeah, right. Photosynthesis well, is a straight euro game. Straight euro like, game. There's no luck in that game. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Your you, other you, players can absolutely hurt you or help yeah, you. Yeah. There's no luck. I'm not rolling dice that gets me more benefit like every my success is based off of what i did in this game mm-hmm. so if yeah. i set myself up better than i which i didn't but i <laughs> if i if i would have <laughs> right yeah. if we're living in a pretend world like if i would have been better <laughs> pretend uh, forest. yeah so dead of winter is this ameritrash game um so the point of the game is you are a colony of survivors and you're just trying to get through winter man just trying to survive mm-hmm. the winter it's, it's cold the dead it's of cold winter. out it's the dead of winter but also there's undead yeah so it is you are trying to you have to go out into the town and collect supplies and accomplish missions and do all these sort of things. And every time it's your turn, the player to your 
right draws a card and if something on that card triggers triggers then they read that card and mm -hmm. it is some act of randomness that can hurt or help you and then every time you move from one have you played this mark i have played it okay yeah. i feel and like it, it never helps no like, oh, no, those no, cards no never help there was no. there was a couple times when we played that i haven't played in a while but there was a couple times last night when it helped but um you like got equipment oh, or really? something nice um so or when you go from one so there's like six like the school the library the police station the mm -hmm. generic buildings when you go to these you go to these buildings to loot essentially but anytime you travel in between these buildings you have to roll this exposure dice so the exposure dice is like a d8 no it is a d12 it's a d12 so it's a d12 one one little square on that d12 is a zombie bite if you get bit by the zombie you're dead yeah that's like it. that is it your character is dead also when you get to that place you're going another character dies because you have now bitten them and this exposure can run rampant so you have to like cut it off you have to be like no that i sacrificed that character right so that's you, that's absolutely your randomness because mm -hmm. that could change everything about the game, especially like one towards our game. There was tons of people in our colony and mm -hmm. we were moving back. And if one person would have got bit, that would have like devastated our colony. Mm -hmm. This game has also a traitor mechanic. So one person could be a traitor. And I swore to God it was Andre. Because <laughs> it always is. But it wasn't. We didn't have a traitor. Ended up. No, oh, none of us were traitor. Just oh, interesting. And we played with like a variant where you um, deal out seven cards and like three of them are traitors or whatever mm. for a four player game. Wow. Oh, that's wow. crazy. And we got the four non. So, um, something Yikes. like that. Well, yeah, so you had like a 50 something percent chance to get in the trader card. 58% I think was because they argued about the math and I couldn't care less <laughs> but now it's stuck in my head. Were you just like uh, I'm yeah, so, I'm just so like, bored. Yeah. And, well, sure. and one of yeah. our other friends uh, that was there Squid is like some sort of engineer like some real smart dude so he's just like well the math and then Andre's <laughs> arguing it and it's just like oh my god who cares what the math is. <laughs> just play the game. Yeah so so one of the things, and you can exile the trader if you figure out who it is, and like that helps you win. Mm -hmm. But right in the beginning, we we're trying to figure out we had to get this medicine. So he's like, "Oh, I should go do this and, and get this medicine. We really need to get this medicine. Um, I'm going to go to the police station and try to find some guns." So and that was it. And we're, I was just like, "What?" And then he goes to the police station and he makes all this noise. It gets overrun by zombies and he leaves. And so like now it's hard for people to go to the police station. Right. I'm now just like, "Oh, well, how are you not the traitor?" But it turns out he was just playing like a jerk. <laughs> Because it's got those individual yeah, everyone's, with victory everyone's conditions got an too, right? Yeah, so everybody yeah. has their individual goal. And I would just like to say that everybody got theirs except for me. Really? So, oh. Yeah. So I had a character who his special ability was, was was like perfectly designed for him to stay in the colony and kill zombies. So his entire so you only have two oh, characters. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So his entire turn is killing zombies, and then my other character's out trying to get my stupid goal, which was have three food in my hand, which I couldn't accomplish. <laughs> oh. So and then also at the very end, I was so frustrated. I know this kind of all out of context, but the very end, Andre was like. <laughs> in the same position as with me and he was just going to go back to the colony this is the last turn he's already accomplished his thing that and he knows he has already accomplished it he so he starts searching and he's making noise like, well, why are you searching like do you need something he's like i just want to see what it is and so he makes noise and he like discards like two food and i am like freaking out in my head because i need that food and <laughs> so like, now i need I, that right now i can only search twice and then i have to leave because now it's overrun by zombies and i get back i find one food and i get back and i couldn't i can't accomplish oh, it because he so did brutal and that's another reason why i thought he was a traitor because he's doing things for no reason like there was no reason behind him searching and causing zombies to come so <laughs> it was just so frustrating but and but i lost so but that game is great i know we did barely described it but that game is really good you should you should check it out uh it yeah, it's is, good it is really good it's fun.
It is very. Let's go a completely different route. Coconuts. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So yeah. Coconuts is a Korean game. It is also a children's game. It is clear. designed for children. <laughs> yeah. How did it you is... guys end up playing Coconuts? Oh, man. I played a number of times yeah, um, so, before. So it is a... It, Explain it, because I've never, okay, I've never, so, I've never so played Coconuts. Coconuts. You have... Picture, <laughs> picture a monkey. Okay, because that is what your character. That's what character your character is. is. There's four characters, and they're all monkeys. They're all exactly the same. Like a rhesus monkey, or are we talking like no, like, like a, one like of those monkeys that that uh, claps the Absolutely. tambourines together. Yeah, think oh, of that. But gotcha. that, okay. Think of that with no clothes on. Uh, okay. I don't. <laughs> But like, not in a weird way. Not in a weird way. It's a kid's way. game. It's, but yeah, it, not in a weird way. That that it, just little <laughs> symbol monkey had clothes on. Just think about it without. So he is sitting. He is sitting down. <laughs> well, now it's down. weird. Yeah, now it's really weird. So this monkey is sitting down with its knees to its chest mm-hmm. and its arms outstretched in front of it. Okay. Like holding its hands Holding up. its hand like it yeah. would be cupping his hands together. Okay. So those two arms are on like a spring mechanism. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You face this monkey away from the board. And in the middle of the board is all these cups. Uh-huh. Like just like yellow, like cups yeah just different color cups and yellow and red yeah yellow and red cups and you're trying to put a little coconut which is like this little turd shape look like dog turds (laughs) yeah really they're like and they're and the worst part they're not plastic they're like kind of rubbery so like even touching it you're just like okay this is it's coconut it's just poo yeah Yeah, so the goal you're trying to throw coconuts into these jars okay and when you get the cup you now i've called it two different things yeah let's just say cups okay Uh, so when you throw a coconut into a cup you put it down in front of you it's the next person's turn Mm, somebody could throw a coconut into your cup and take that cup from you so the first person to make a pyramid in front of them wins or until all the coconuts are gone inside of cups because you leave the coconuts in the cups when they go okay i see your face and i understand (laughs) this game is insanity and it's made for children Uh and it is turn-based like it is it's not like you're all just shooting it's not like hungry hungry hippos we're just railing away at it okay so what does what does this monkey do? It throws the coconuts. Yeah, it yeah, throws its coconuts with over arms. its head. Uh huh. So it's facing away from the board. So it's throwing it back over its head and into the cups. I don't have any reason why it's doing this. <laughs> yeah, but what's it the is story. Doing, yeah, what's the backstory? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm, I need to get this game. Yeah, I literally 100%. need to. <laughs> like, okay, so it you you catch it with a cup that you're no, holding. No, no, you no, don't no, catch no. it. The, the cups, cups are just there. set up in front of you. Oh, they're they're set up in like a pyramid in front of you, like a a ton of cups. Okay. And you're shooting your coconuts into it. You take the cup and you put it in front of it. <laughs> it's like insanity. beer pong. It's like beer pong with uh, with, <laughs> with monkeys and coconuts. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a great illustration. And if you shoot your coconut on your turn into someone's stack of cups that's in front of them instead of in the board, you get to steal their cup off of it. So um, you can also steal <laughs> some of their point. Cups are basically victory points, if you will. Uh, and the different colored cups are worth different amounts. That's hysterical. Uh, no, no, red cups let you go again. Oh, so that's if you right, get it right, in a red cup, you can then you can then go again. Yeah. Huh? Is, is it's not on your... Instagram. No, no. Okay. I'm uh, looking, so Dan, I will put it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I have Dan a picture. Dan has handed me a picture yeah, of this game. Because it, it's insane. I took a picture and then I was like, am I really going to put this on Instagram? <laughs> yes. And yes, I think you have answer. to now. Yeah, now I do. Now I've made such <laughs> but a big, it's insane. big but deal about it. For a while there, it was like $200 because it was out of print. And now it's like some American company reprints it. It looks like insanity it's it's a lot it of fun is though but it is fun it is definitely not a serious game by any oh, means oh no it's a game to bring out and be like oh like do you guys want to do something while we decide what game we want to play <laughs> hey, you guys want to get weird let's play coconuts and the <laughs> best part was so we're playing this game of coconuts mm-hmm. and i don't know how long a game of coconuts <laughs> is supposed to last 
But Andre makes the comment, this is the longest game of coconuts <laughs> I've ever seen. And of course, we all start busting up laughing because that's such a ridiculous comment. Like, this is some stupid Korean child children's game. Yeah. And how many, like, how long is this game supposed to go? And you get, like, little power-ups, but they they barely matter. Yeah, they, the they make you, the like, they, uh, one of my power-ups, and I never used it because I, I just don't understand. So you can, when someone launches a coconut, you could stand up over the table and blow on the coconut <laughs> so that it goes a different direction. I said, this is going to hit me in the face. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. blow it anywhere. But it's really fun. It's crazy fun. Okay. Uh, All right. I guess I'll have to maybe look into that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I'm going to try to get it. Uh, so there's a game I want to hear about because mm-hmm. I, I played a portion of a demo at Gen Con, um, but I've never actually played it. But you got it. Uh, the Firefly Adventure game? It's yeah. It's like, like a miniatures Firefly. You set up little cardboard buildings. Think like Imperial Assault, but in the Firefly universe. Oh, okay. Except for there's not a one versus all mechanic. Um, The, the bad guys automate. Oh. Okay, so uh, you're just a hero, and you're walking around trying to do whatever you're, you're doing. You're the firefly. You're the firefly. firefly. So you're the ship. You're you're all of them. <laughs> one of you is for some reason mashing dinosaurs together. Yeah, <laughs> you create the firefly. Yeah. Okay. So gotcha. um, yeah, this. So the way the game plays, you could play it as a one-off, or you could play it as a campaign. We actually played three games of it. We finished a campaign. Mm. So the game comes with four campaign episodes or whatever you want to call it. Sure. So the show's episodic. So, so I, I was going to say, so the, the, the game lasts about as long as the show does. It does. Yeah. It does. We could have watched the show. Hours. The, yeah. We could have watched the show in the time when we played the game. It's a Aww. terrible show. So um, you don't like it? No, I hate that show. Oh, really? Oh, I know. It's I, not for me. How do you not like a space Western? Uh, you think I would, right? Yeah. Like it would be right up my alley. And then every single time I start it, I'm like, no, this is dumb. There's literally, so dumb. there's literally an episode where they get a bunch of cattle on their spaceship yeah. they space fairy yeah, I, cattle i know you yeah, see i i am not with you mark but i am also not with dave on i'm like dead in the middle like i am i don't know that i've ever finished the show but i don't hate it and i mm. don't have a reason i never finished it it is like one of those shows where i watch and go okay okay yeah, this, yeah. this is a thing i get it like i get why it's popular i totally get it but it's no star trek um oh, all right <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> I wonder if uh, everybody out there listening could hear Dan and I's eyes roll. Yeah, like, I gave uh. myself a headache, so I rolled my eyes so hard. <laughs> so, so in this game, let me tell you the best part about this game, though, is the components inside the game. Um, so when you open the game, they have pre-built little buildings that you use on the board, and mm. you use those to store things when it's in the box. Oh, so nice. it's, a, it's a really cool little little component to it. So the game is not my favorite. Mm. It's from Gale Force 9, which I like a lot of games from. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they do good I work. mean, Spartacus is one of my yeah. favorite games ever. They do a Doctor Who game. More importantly, they do a Star Trek game. And I actually I actually <laughs> like that Star Trek yeah, game. it's fun. Is that yeah. Ascendancy? Ascendancy? Yeah, Star Trek Ascendancy. Yeah, and yeah. I actually like that Star Trek. I don't, I hate Star Trek, but I actually like that game. <laughs> um, the, more, the, the more Dave talks about it, the more I hate Star Trek. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, but in, so in this game, the goal is to, after, at the end of your campaign have $10,000 or credits or I don't know what term they use. Money. Yeah, freedom bits. Firefly. (laughs) coins yeah fire coins <laughs> with the flies on them so yeah you need ten thousand you so they give you starter money of two thousand or three thousand or something i don't remember but that's your seed money so you, you buy equipment with that or whatever so you have your characters you can take um there's five characters total there's jane mal uh um, jane is a man yeah jane's a man mal uh the lady sure zoe and <laughs> and the girl 
who fixes the ship, whose name escapes me. Is that the one with the uh, Japanese umbrella? No, she has a. Oh, I thought right. it was. She's like a little. I don't know. I don't she's know like a, a tomboy. I'm, I remember details, but not not like. I don't know. Enough. We're doing this game. <laughs> yeah. We're doing this show. Not proud right now. But <laughs> anyway, good. It's dumb. <laughs> but anyway, so so um, you pick your mission, you set it up, and you get some sort of backstory on why you're doing this, and then you set out. So your individual player board. It's nice, like sturdy cardboard. So on the front is casual. So you have actually two sculpts for every person: casual or heroic. So casual, they're just like hands in pockets, like walking around. Heroic is they're in a heroic stance holding right. the gun or whatever mm-hmm. so when you're in casual stance the bad guys don't bother you they don't care they don't care about you as soon as you get in heroic they all activate so if they can see you <laughs> if they can see you in heroic stance they activate and try to try to kill you that's kind of cool it, it is actually yeah. a really cool mechanic the problem comes so also so this game is time-based everything around this game is based on time so your mission you'll have um 40 units of time and then for every action you take, it takes time. So you only have two actions. So if you move three spaces, that takes two time. Mm. So you move your thing up on the timer. And that track is also what player activates next. So if you're at the back of the track, you activate, then you move forward, and whoever's behind you activates, and it keeps going like that. So that's something I'm not in love with. Like, I don't like being timed on stuff. Uh, and Is this a co-op? Yeah, it's a co-op. Okay. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah. So you're trying to figure out, like, what's the best way to do this in said amount of time. And it is, like, very Firefly-esque, though, because you, like, have a plan. Everything starts out casual. Something screws up. You have to shoot a bunch of people. And then you, like, run away. So, yep, th- and that yep. that gives you that exact feeling of the show because every mission is that. And you have to like pass different tests and and it's, but the biggest problem is how the rule book is written. So they use different keywords, but you can't find the keywords in the rule book. And then also sometimes they use a different keyword that means the same thing. So it's, so it's really hard. So there was certain things to, we just couldn't figure out exactly. So we had to be, I guess this is what they meant. Mm. So the best part of the whole game, like Andre and I are arguing over whether this guy can shoot diagonally out of a building or punch diagonally out of a building. (laughs) So this is our argument because it's not clear in the book. And so we're just like, you know how game arguments start. Mm -hmm. Like you start like, no, that's not right. I think it's like this. And then like two minutes later, you're screaming at each other. (laughs) So like that's what's happening. So we're like yelling at each other over this like, I think that he could punch. And this is an attack happening to me from a bad guy. Oh, so, gotcha. So can this guy shoot me or can he hit me? You can only ever do one damage, whether it's a shot or a punch. So it, it was oh, totally re- irrelevant. Okay. I love that bullets do the same damage as fists. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So so we are like <laughs> yeah. yelling. And then our friend Squid comes in and we're just like arguing over this rule. So he sits down and he listens and we finally decide on something. And then he goes, oh, so like, what's up with this game? I was like, oh, by the way, this is a co-op. And then we're like, <laughs> we we're just like arguing for like 10 straight minutes in front of him over this stupid rule. So at the end of the game, I, I just don't know that I ever want to play it again because it's mm. just it's not great. It's mm-hmm. not super tight. If I want to play a game like that, I'd rather do Imperial Assault or something like that because the rules right. aren't super tight for it. And it, it was so frustrating because it's it is cool. It's really thematic. The story missions are cool. A lot of the components are really awesome. But it's just it's not it's not well put together. Mm, so it was gotcha. kind of frustrating. And now I'm going to try to like trade it or sell it. And if they hear this on the podcast, like I would talk myself out of it. So, <laughs> but no, it it was okay at best. It was mm. just not super tight. And maybe a maybe an expansion will fix some of the problems. But I don't know. It wasn't great. It's fine. 
It was fine it's, at best. It's just fine. Uh, I got to play some Star Realms. I, oh, yeah. Star, uh, you guys have both played Star Realms. Yeah. yeah. So Star Realms is a um, deck builder. It's a two-player game only, and you basically build your deck as the gameplay. Um, so the way that it functions is uh, both players start with a deck of cards that's identical. You basically have eight ships that are coins and two ships that are damage. So you start with a deck of 10 cards. And then as time goes on, you play these cards to and use your coins to buy other cards from the center of the, mm-hmm. uh, the table. So there's always five cards you can buy, six technically, because there's like an explorer ship that you can always buy for two coins. And there are four factions in the game. The factions basically go together with each other. So generally, you don't want to buy all four factions into your deck. I love doing that. It's, I know. <laughs> well, I just terrible. buy the best ship available, yeah, and yeah. it's always a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so there definitely is a strategy element to this game. Hands down, um, this, most of the strategy comes from uh, what ships you choose to buy. And sometimes from choosing to buy nothing. And that does hurt. You cannot bank coins. It's not like you can save it up for your next turn. It, everything goes away at the end of your turn. Uh, and then basically the first person to do 50 damage, the other person wins. And and that's the basics of the game. There, there's a huge deck. Every game feels totally different mm-hmm. because of what you, your deck is different every single time. I have a couple expansions in it. Um, they add like crewmen you can get. Uh, there are bases you can put out as opposed to just buying ships. Um, and then I also got the events deck, which is fun because every time you buy a card you refill the sort of shop with something new and if an event comes out it's something that affects both players which i just like the randomness of it it's fun yeah so this is probably my wife and i's most played game just because of its footprint it comes in like a little six inch by four inch white box that i like a cardboard box i bought and put it all fits in there i sleeved it and so i was playing it at the local meadery down the road Mm. Um, I, we've played this in like bar. mead, like yeah. the drink, not Correct. the not, food. No, <laughs> meatery. <laughs> meatery. That's called a butchery. <laughs> I will go to the meatery. No, I, I just like the idea of a, like some hipster bartender just blending meat into like yeah. meat drinks in the uh, back. What can I get you, partner? Yeah. Well, so, welcome here. I've so got my suspenders. We, uh, we were sitting there. We were sitting there playing my horn rim glasses. Good luck, Dave. Now we've gone on this. Nope, I'm fine with this. <laughs> We were sitting there playing Star Realms, and uh, I'm friends with the owners, and uh, one of the owners walked over, and he's like, what is this nerd business you got going on over here? And so I was like, oh, yeah, we're big nerds. We're playing Star Realms. And he went from calling us giant nerds to just watching over my shoulder with, like, rapt attention. Let me just point out that this guy owns a meadery. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you have no right to call anybody a nerd. Thank you, Lord of the Rings. This right. is a Viking-themed yeah. meter. Oh, good. With uh, a just very tatted We should up go in there and play mouth. like Champions of Midgard. Dude, they would love that. Champions yeah. of Midgard dressed up like Vikings. Oh, they could totally hook us up with some hats, too. Oh, do they have hats there? Like uh, uh, horn hats? I know that Vikings like did not wear those, but I, that is... So they ki- they kickstarted the meadery, as weird as that is. And uh, one of the kickstarting things is you could get a personalized engraved horn to drink your meat out of. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah we should play Champions of Midgard in there Maybe one day. Totally I'd do that for sure. They are actually asking me to start a D&D group oh, in, really? in the meadery. So Dang. like they're bigger nerds than they let on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't so, try to I like that they trash talk yeah. you for playing Star Wars. You have to like public. That's can you, the way um, it goes. Can you, uh, can you DM for our, our group? Oh, what are you guys playing a card game? But on the sly, like, do you have any dice <laughs> that you could bring for the D and Ds? Right, and we're kind of low on D twenties right now. Yeah, do you have any mead shaped D and D dice? We'll we'll hook you up with a horn. <laughs> 
You have a horn. You could roll your die in the horn. Well, yeah, we have a dice rolling horn. <laughs> Dude, how cool would a dice tower made out of a horn be? It'd be pretty I, metal. I don't know. Uh, let me just say one thing about Star Realms before we go. Uh, <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather play the app than the actual card game. I understand that. I disagree, but I understand entirely. It, it, well, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have yeah. to clean up anything. I don't have to shuffle, and it keeps my score for me. Yeah, so they, Star Realms has an app you can download and you can play asynchronously. So you could, like, I can take my turn, and as long as Dan takes his turn within like two days yeah, or something, so then our yeah. game continues. So we we went for probably close to a year where yeah, we always playing. had a game going. Yeah, now I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded uh, me a little bit of when we went to Gen Con and uh, Andre and Squid were constantly playing uh, Twilight Struggle. Oh, Twilight Struggle yeah. on, the, on the app. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that game, but I'm not smart enough to play that game. Thank you. The, <laughs> our, so again, these two guys have like spreadsheets for mm-hmm. this game and like this. So it's, they understand. It's I don't. Impressive. I can't even wrap my head around mm. any of that. Yeah. I played it once, and that game was it was tough. I That's just know, game. like Red Scare, man. You got to get that. <laughs> you got to get, get that, that Red Scare. scare. <laughs> you don't mess around with that. Uh, if there are just two of you in your gaming group, I actually highly recommend Star Arms. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's oh, a Star great Arms is great, game. and it's pretty cheap. Like mm. it's, it's it is yeah. cheap. It is easy to learn, and uh, it it is very transportable, which yeah. is one of the things that I really. You like could keep it in your mead horn. Nice. Yeah. And uh, lastly, but not leastly, Dungeon Fighter. Oh, yeah, Dungeon oh. Fighter. So we played Dungeon Fighter. Nice. So Dungeon Fighter is a dexterity game. I don't know that I have to explain that, but dexterity game is like you're using your physical ability you're to... You're flicking things or throwing things. Yeah, or... it's all physical based. Mm-hmm. So um, so Dungeon Fighter, the story behind Dungeon Fighter, for some reason, <laughs> I actually know this. So Okay. Yeah, I actually know it. Because it's, it's, it's like funny, so that's, that's why I know it. All these heroes were bragging about how great of heroes they are like how heroic they are and how amazing they are and this king hears about it and he goes oh really you, if you're so great like go in this dungeon and kill this monster so he locks him in this dungeon <laughs> and but these heroes are all total posers so they're not none of them are actual heroes oh that explains so much of the art for yeah the game. absolutely and why we're so bad at it yeah so so this board is a bullseye with a crossed bones behind it and that is the board. There's uh, three holes in it. Four. Four One holes. Each. There's only three things. Oh, yeah, 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 right. So, and I used my hand to show Dave something. So <laughs> it, it was good <laughs> podcasting. Yes, yes, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Excellent podcasting. Uh, yeah, so there, anyway, none of that's relevant. So, uh, <laughs> so the, it's striped just like a bullseye, and then it's numbered like five, four, three, two, it one. It is numbered like, also like a also bullseye. Also like a bullseye. <laughs> most, point, most points in the middle. <laughs> yep. So, then you you fight these monsters, and the way you fight these monsters is you take a d6 and you have to bounce it on the table first and then it goes on to the board if it stays on the board you have hit the monster by whatever ring you have gotten your dice mm-hmm. into if you miss you take damage from the monster mm-hmm. more the worse the monster is right the more, stronger yeah the, the stronger yeah. the monster yeah. is the more damage you take so you can upgrade your character by now increasing the difficulty of how you throw these dice so there is one where you like flick your dice like you're flipping a coin or from beneath the table or jumping in the air doing yep. a 360 and trying to throw it on the table or dropping it off your nose dropping it off your nose or you have to bounce it more twice or more on the table instead right. of once so and yeah. we played with the expansion the fire expansion oh then that adds a cardboard like you have to bounce it oh, through a ring of fire yeah. so yeah. i got, got the, the ring? ring of fire and i am far superior with the ring of fire than just bouncing a dice <laughs> really 
it's the craziest thing and i don't have any way to explain it but like i could get it almost every time throwing it through this ring of fire but the second you take it away i could do the exact same hand motion i don't miss all the time <laughs> it was insane so we got that so yeah you get bonus points for doing that and you're trying to work your way through the dungeon it, it's just this silly goofy game but it is it's a lot of fun it is a good party game it is a really mm-hmm. good party and it's really good for people that don't play a lot of games because it's not it's not serious there's not a lot of rules mm-hmm. literally just throw this dice on this board and you'll be okay yeah, if one person knows how to play the game at the table everyone else can basically just throw the dice exactly yeah. like yeah. i will do all the bookkeeping yeah. here is the dice you throw it when i tell you to i feel like a lot of those games were like they get you up and moving like yeah. are mm-hmm. perfect games to like bring to like with a group of people who don't usually play people games. have never played I mean, yeah. look at happy salmon Happy Salmon's a great example <laughs> that is, of that. Uh, my girlfriend does not like board game at all. And she came over and played Happy Salmon. And next thing you know, like even now, like well, sometimes I'll just be like Happy Salmon and we'll just slap each other's, yeah. you know, slap each other's <laughs> yeah. forearms. Happy yeah. Salmon's like one of those just goofy games where it's a kid's it, game. It's a kid. Well, you just hear about it and you're like, what is this? Is this game we're playing? And then you start playing it and you're like, oh my God, this yeah, game is yeah, so yeah. good. And it's just, you're sweating and like laughing. You can only play it standing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But Happy Salmon, there are only four. Four actions. It's happy salmon. That's where you slap each other's forearms like yeah, your you arm like is a salmon. Yeah, you like wiggle your arm back and forth <laughs> like it's ridiculous. a salmon out of water. It becomes you... your preferred method of greeting people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, happy oh, salmon. Nice yeah. to meet you, senator. And you're like <laughs> happy <laughs> salmon. <laughs> happy <laughs> senator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's if I you yeah. know if, if, like, I ever if met you a bump senator. into Tom Carper just at the <laughs> boardwalk one day, just be like, oh, I appreciate your work on the new farm bill, and then you just slap his forearm a bunch of times. Yeah, then he puts his hand out to shake, and you go slap, 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 and you don't break eye contact. No, and then secret service tackles you yeah <laughs> what happy salmon guys yeah. yeah so you happy salmon you, you pound it you pound it, it high five. the obama fist bump yep. yeah high five high five and that which is high five it's a high yeah, five yeah, yeah. And, then, and, then and then you do the switcheroo yeah there's switch positions so yeah if dave and i got the switcheroo i would go stand where he's standing he would go stand where i was standing so basically you're both holding uh, your own deck of cards and you flip the top card and then you're staring at it and you're trying to find someone else who has the same thing then you both have to do that action together you can throw your card down the middle of floors how we play yeah we're monsters yeah what uh, else are you gonna do with those cards <laughs> don't need those and then you are on your next card and you're trying to find someone else so it devolves into this group of like six adults standing in a circle just yelling pound it pound it happy Santa, happy Santa. Just switch, switch, switch. It's, it's ridiculous yeah and then we like to do after we do that a couple times we like to do the silent version where mm-hmm. now you're just making the hand signals and it, the room is oddly quiet and it's like everybody's staring at each other like <laughs> punching their fist forward or <laughs> wiggling their arm around it oh, is it's so much fun yeah. and for some reason the strength of whatever i'm about to do in the silent version is just 10 times harder yeah, yeah. it ramps up the intensity like if we're gonna high five but it's a silent game our hands are gonna sting yeah, for a yeah, while yeah. hey guys but- guess what this salmon goes to 11 <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. it is it is an oddly fun mm-hmm. it's another one of like the mind or something else where you hear about it and you're like no that's stupid i don't want to play it then the second you play it you can't wait to play it again yeah. and yeah. i think i picked it up for like 12 no, nope, I no, bought it for your free birthday. You yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I picked it up for like twelve dollars. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's really cheap. And there's one, a uh, funky chicken. It's called the funky chicken, and it you can inco- it's the same company you incorporate it with Happy Salmon, or you could play it individual, and it oh. has all kinds of chicken based little surf and turf. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, a little like surf and surf, little surf and surf action but yeah, on your it game is, night. Um, I haven't played it, but it is all chicken-based things, which I sure, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll sure, add that to my I'll repertoire. Cluck. Yeah, it's, I'll cluck like a chicken. I don't give a you cluck. don't know who I am. <laughs> it's just a great thing to do in the middle of you just sat for three hours playing a game. Stand up, play yeah. some happy salmon. Let's get the, let's get the, let's get the blood pumping. It's get rid amazing. Of those, get rid of those pulmonary embolisms. And it's amazing how quickly your hoodie comes off. Like one round of right, happy yeah. salmon, and you're already like, oh god, oh, I'm so sweaty now. I like, know. It what? doesn't help that I am like the sweatiest human being on earth anyway. <laughs> but like, yeah, so right. it's yeah. it's a perfect it's a perfect game for us. Yeah. Uh, let's do housekeeping stuff. I actually read this thing online that said you're supposed to do the housekeeping stuff at the beginning of the podcast because it helps you become more popular or something. But oh, interesting. Uh, but that I is, never assume someone's listening. But I also never remember it until the very end of the podcast. So <laughs> let's may, get right into games. Yeah, maybe next time. Yeah. Uh, so please visit us at. Um, our stuff <laughs> come come, come to yeah, our things i'll get it please like us uh yeah visit our instagram page uh random draw podcast visit our uh, twitter site twitter page twitter yeah at random draw pod at random draw pod email pod pod with a d uh email <laughs> us it's going well yeah <laughs> maybe uh, we should so do close. housekeeping first so we can practice seriously <laughs> um i need to make a list uh, uh send us emails at random draw podcast at gmail.com do we have other stuff no, no i think it. that's, that's it. it oh uh, rate us on itunes oh, yeah. and or Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this wherever, we're on a lot of stuff now and i don't know how to keep track of it all so yeah. Tell and if you pirated this I mean, go for it. It's free. I yeah. You can just have it. Yeah, like, I guess good on you. Email yeah. me. I'll send you more. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't I'll, knock the hustle. I'll, just, like, I'll you know. just call your phone, I guess, yeah. if you want and tell you about board games I'm about to play. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put you on Like a dial a game? Yeah. That'd be perfect. Like, just dial up like, hey, hey, yo, what'd you play? Like, oh, well, I, oh, well, a little, my wife would just be staring at me. I'm like, I got to talk to this guy. Sorry, man. Board game. It's a fan. He called. I didn't know I got this number. We have packs coming up. Oh, we do have packs. So if you're at PAX, I don't know how you'd recognize us. Yeah. But no, we are not. We look like people who would play board games indoors. Yeah, and we don't have any. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're all hairy white guys. Yeah, so exactly. That's correct. And you don't. And we don't have any gear that says like random drop podcast no. or anything. So, I so mean, yeah, maybe we'll see yeah. at PAX. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll play a game with you at PAX, and then we'll like grill you on why you don't listen to our show. <laughs> you know, we have a podcast. Why don't Why don't you visit? Uh, where do you live? Are you not a listener? Oh my god! It's gonna nonstop ask everyone if they've heard the new sensation <laughs> oh my god we just Sweeping started the nation we just started listening podcast. to this podcast it is oh, legit so good. Yeah, it yeah. is so you you should edit this part out so we can, <laughs> so we can use it yeah, our secrets have get, yeah. are given away yeah so uh but yeah thanks for listening um download us subscribe email do all the things you're supposed to do online and do it responsibly <laughs> is that weird practice safe pod <laughs> game over man game over